Welcome to Printavos, Print Hustlers Podcast. All right, Print Hustlers, this is Matt Marcotte, and this is Shop Talk. Today we've got Joe Weingart from Mad Science Print Lab in Chicago, Illinois. How are you doing, Joe? I'm good, how are you? Not bad, not bad. All right, you guys have been around for five years now, um, and you've had a, an auto for, you said two? Yep, right? two years, about two and a half now. Okay, cool. So for three years, you guys were just a manual shop. How many manuals were you running? Uh, we're running two and then three at one point. Gotcha. So two years ago, you decided, all right, time to get into an automatic. Um, do you think that that was the right time? Would you have done it earlier, later? Or I definitely would have done it a lot earlier. Um, just basically the savings that you save on just the time of your employees basically pays for itself in the press payment every month. Awesome. And it, one thing, one reason that we really did it was we're doing a lot of oversized prints and manual oversized prints are just not consistent at all. And gotcha. that's, that's a huge key of why we did it. And I think we definitely should have done it earlier than that. Okay, so that was my next question was, did you do it at the right time? So you think you would have done it earlier? So two years ago, you would have done it three years ago instead? or Absolutely, at least three years ago. Yeah? Yeah. Um, you think it would have, the workload three years ago though, you probably weren't as saturated as you were two years ago, so it, would have, it didn't feel natural, but in hindsight, right. you would have rather gotten that work out quicker, it's, better, it's and all, grown? It's all about the growing pains that we had. I mean, that was the number one thing, was growing pains that one day we would be super, super busy, and we're like, we really need an auto, we need to hire some more employees, but then the next week we'd be slower, and be like, oh, I'm so glad we didn't have that. And then the next week it'd be over again. Just constantly fighting with yourself whether you should get it or not, and at the end of the day, get it. <laughs> Gotcha. So you think if you're if you're at the spot, so if if there's listeners that's maybe only two two manuals and they're they're running like nine ten hours a day, and they're thinking about getting in an auto, would you kind of say, look, if you're thinking about it, it's probably it's, already it's time. It's definitely time. It's, it's already probably past the time because what you're paying that one employee to work on the same job, you could have it done in half the time in the auto, and what you're paying that employee over the course of a month will probably be three times over what your press payment is. Gotcha. For, for at least a lease payment. Absolutely. So the return on the investment for you, um, was it pretty quick? Did you feel Absolutely. like... Absolutely. Yeah? Absolutely. What, we would we would make one job on the automatic and it would be done in an hour. Like, we just made the press payment. It's paid for. Everything else is cake after that. Right, right. So so with the selection of, of automatic press too, when you're going from a manual shop, going to an automatic shop, chances are you're, you're kind of looking at a, a lower price point to kind right. of start the automation. Right. So everything's obviously easier in hindsight. So looking back again two years ago when you got your auto, do you, are you happy with the selection you made or do you wish you would have gotten something a little bit bigger that could handle more or wh- where's your feelings with that? We 100% should have got a bigger one than we got. We got, an, we got not entry level, but we got a Diamondback XL, which again is, is good for larger size prints over the standard Diamondback. That's one of the reasons we got it. And we wanted something that's entry level. Um, we definitely should have went with the Sportsman, mm-hmm. which I think is one of the best presses out there right now for our size business. And we're actually looking to get that maybe next year, right. hopefully, and still probably keep the press from running out. Because once you have one, I mean, you kind of just, that's all you want to do because the consistency is there. It saves on employees again. I mean, and just not only that, it's just the employees don't get tired out. You know right. What I mean? Machines don't get tired. Employees right. do. Right. So you get consistency, you get employees that are happy because they're not training themselves every day on the press mm-hmm. so I mean just it works so a lot of shops that are going into an automatic press or say they're a newer shop that might just be looking at getting an automatic to start off with do you think it's still important to have a manual press in your shop absolutely yeah you need at least one to two because there's just some jobs that if you're setting up a job and it's 500 fronts of a shirt and then you have sleeve prints leg prints on sweatpants 
every time you do that, that's time to change all the plans up. Mm -hmm. You're not changing one. You got to change all ten or all fifteen or all twenty, whatever you're, whatever you're running. And it just it's just easier to do that. I mean, there's so many things like tags or tagging shirts. You still need a manual press no matter what. Right. Hundred percent. Right. So you'd recommend no matter what, definitely have have a manual to, to stay sticking your shop. And it's also nice to have the same brand items for everything because then they kind of just cohesive about the, the palettes. So let's say you're running, you have sleeve plans for your M&R automatic press. If you have a manual press too, those same sleeve plans can go on the manual press as well. These are all things you have to think about because that becomes, if you have four different presses, mm -hmm. your automatics are different than your manuals. You have Riley Hopkins manuals and you know automatic press, then you have to have even more pallets. And then your, your shop is saturated with tons of pallets you're not going to use. So anymore. looking at standardization as early yes. as possible is going to definitely something that will help help the day go a little bit quicker and cut the overhead cost on Absolutely. having an employee sitting there changing pallets out on a, on a certain job when and say, hey, we can run one set of pallets for all the all the presses in the shop. The phrase time is money is 100% accurate, especially in this situation. Love it, love it. Um, so you guys, uh, obviously Chicago-based company, very saturated market. I'm sure you already know um, there's a lot of screen printing shops in, in and around Chicagoland. You've done a great job, from what I can tell, the last couple of years, really getting your your brand and you guys' name out there. What uh, what what would you say you've done to kind of help stand out from the competition? Well, we're very loose around here. Mm -hmm. We're not like when people, when customers come here, they 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 walk in and they're like, "This is exactly what I would expect after hearing about the company and stuff like that." Because we're just not t-shirt jean type of guys. Mm -hmm. We're very loose around here. You know, it's people come in there, they feel comfortable, and I think that's a huge part of why we get a lot of the business that we do because people don't feel like they're going to a stuffy atmosphere mm -hmm. or like oh, I don't even know what to, what to expect they come in hey you want something to drink you guys hanging out it's it's very loose usually there's house music playing in the background while we're working and you know people just like being here people like coming people come here that are customers not even order anything and they'll just come here and hang out and just like the atmosphere which a lot of times print, print, print shops are not very Entertaining to be around. I mean, it's kind of right. You they, know. they can get stuffy. Right now, does that ever have an adverse effect? Do you ever have somebody come in that maybe is a little more too straight laced about uh, it? Too straight laced, and if that's the case, do you even want to work with them? Are they not your your client base? You I don't. Want to go I don't want it? to say that because I'll never turn away business. Right. But at the same time, we've never had someone come in here that was kind of like, oh, like what is this? Mm -hmm. I mean, this is really my never. I mean, people are always because people like to deal with people who are, you know, nice. You mm -hmm. know? I think that's the number one. Thing that you could you'd overdo for a customer is treat them with respect, and you know what I mean. And there's, that's the number one reason why we get a lot of business from other competitors is because people just feel like a number, mm -hmm. rather than being able to come in and whatever they want, rather than hey I need to make an appointment to come and talk to you. It's right. not like that. Or you can walk in, the door's always open. So you're able to, you're able to create your own culture and atmosphere that might not even be the norm for a lot right. of you clientele might be used to, right. but because you're good people, they're able to kind of acclimate into it and join it, and they. Right. Sounds like they like coming back and even hanging out. And I mean, that's the number one thing that a lot of people don't realize. We we spend very, very minimal on advertising. Everything, our business is based on word of mouth and return customers, referrals. That is, I'd say, 95% of our business is all referred to by somebody or it's just, we just, people just keep coming back. We very rarely lose customers to another shop. So in five years, you've already gotten to the point where you've got an automatic and you've got uh, two manuals? Two manuals. Yeah, we had three. We we took one out just because it was kind of just. A, gotcha. Um, you and you you work with embroidery and you you've diversified in a couple other ways in your shop as well, mm -hmm. all without really paying for much marketing or advertising. We we literally, I mean, our budget is very very minimal, and the return we get on is is good. But I mean, it's just that's one thing you have to look at, because you do have your slower months and stuff like that. And I think that during those slower months, 
ramping up a little bit more advertising and stuff like that is going to be key. And I mean, you have to also look at you know the time of the year. I mean, obviously everyone is busy right now. It's going into the summertime. It's slammed. This is the time where you really have to start working on your marketing and stuff like that. If you don't have that word of mouth business, if you don't have the reoccurring customers to get new business, you have to pay for business. It's just period. Right. You know, right. It just it doesn't fall on your lap. I mean, sometimes it feels like that, mm-hmm. and it's usually all at one time. But there's those times where it gets really slow, and you really have to, you know, budget your money for for times like that. But that's that's good input. So for shops that are smaller and can't afford a billboard or can't afford right. to do all this online marketing that maybe right. some of the larger competitors nearby can, you're still saying that your customer retention is almost com- full. You never lose customers. Right. We really don't. I mean, right. We, we have we have since we've opened, we have the same clientele all the time. And a lot of that, the new clientele, is based off of referrals from them. I mean, we just, it's just constantly, it's a snowball. It just keeps going and going and going. That's, that's refreshing for shops to know, like, look, I don't have to have the right. big money. Just be a good person. Be right. easy to work with. I can't stress it enough to just treat customers like you want to be treated, period. I mean, and that is the number one thing in this business. Because it is so cutthroat and there's so much competition, as long as there's something about your company that stands out, you're good. Now, we've, we've mentioned the word competition a couple times here. Um, going back to being a very saturated city, do you even really care about your competition no, that much? Not at all. Because a lot of the competition, they're either doing something that we're not doing. We kind of have our own niche thing that we do here. And like I said, it, whether it's the atmosphere that we bring to the table, whether it's you know just the work that we do. I mean, obviously, we do good work because we retain the customers that we have. But, I mean, it's just crazy that there's so many shops around here, and it doesn't matter. There's plenty of work for everyone because everybody needs something printed, regardless of where you are. No, I, I agree. I think, I think you guys' perception of looking only inward and not even worrying about what's around you right. I don't care. is a big part of why you've had success. Right. You, if, you, if you sit there and think about your competition all day long, you're going to freak out. Right. You can go on other customers. You can go on other print shops' websites and, and view the work that they do, and they'll be like, wow, that's really good. I don't care. It doesn't right. matter. We do really good work. They probably do the same thing looking at ours. Yep. But at the same time, I don't care. Right. No, I love it. I love it. Um, so the last thing I'd like to ask you is uh, you, you own a shop now for five years. You've grown quite well manual to automatic and you're continuing to grow. And I see new employees all the time. Um, so to the to the, either the guy starting or already established a bit, what would be the, the one piece of knowledge that you'd like to kind of pass on? Hire quality employees. Rather than having three average employees, maybe have one really good employee and pay him what he's worth overpay that really good employee to retain them. Mm-hmm. Because having someone that's a cancer to the business is going to drive away all of your employees. Mm-hmm. Because if you have one employee that is constantly late, constantly dragging, the other employees are going to see that. And if you let that happen, they're going to do the exact same thing because they can see that. You, you have an employee that's been working for you for a long time. They're slow. They are a, a decent printer, you know. But I mean, there's, there's, plenty of, there's plenty of printers out there, I should say. There's always going to be fine, like find really good employees out there. So when you do find that good employee, overpay them, mm-hmm. because I mean that's just, they're they're going to stick around. They're going to be able to show new employees that's the way that things are supposed to be done around here. You know what I mean? If you have a, a really bad employee that's you know dragging his feet, then all the everyone else is going to fall right behind him. So when you bring a new employee in. Um, do you kind of start them paying them off well immediately or do you kind of put them on like a 30 day we, we usually do like a 30 day period like because we it's, it's just like anything I mean someone could look great on paper mm-hmm. but once they once they get behind the press or something like that you know they could be coming from a shop that prints 24 shirts a month you don't know right just because you have the printing ability doesn't mean that you print every single day all day right which is what we want right you know 
So kind of look at it, hire them, get them on a 30-day, and then after that, either keep them at that pay or right. talk to them, all right, right, not quite what we were expecting, so we're going right. to put you here. Because everyone is always going to overdo, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, their, their printing experience. It's just what it is. People want to talk themselves up before they get hired. They want the job. you got to see how they're going to do. Absolutely. Give at least at least 30 days. For sure. I appreciate it. All right, once again, guys, that was uh, Joe Weingart from Mad Science Print Lab. Uh, Thanks again, print hustlers. Until next time.